Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Training Floor. It is Thursday. I hope everyone's had a good week so far. It looks like the markets are kind of, you know, they're doing this rotation thing a little bit. Um, I've been kind of trying to move out of some of the techs, though I did, though I did buy Palantir today, believe it or not, on a breakout. Um, I've been trying to move out of some of the techs into some of the other parts of the market. Um, and uh, one of the areas, of course, is that I'm kind of liking a lot is the uh, is, are the financials. I, I did uh, uh, move into a position on um, on Capital One Finance, and it's in it's in one of the better areas right now of the market. Um, they're primarily an automobile financer, but uh, they're doing quite well. They broke out, uh, and uh, interestingly enough, as we speak, it looks as if Apple. <laughs> Apple is, as, as I'm moving into everything else, Apple is providing an opportunity. So, you know, go figure. Yeah, well, <laughs> it seems like, uh, you know, you, you, you know, I got stopped out of a number of things. I was stopped out of DocuSign, and I've been stopped out of NVIDIA. But uh, NVIDIA is going to be having earnings here pretty quick, and uh, that may be a good opportunity as well, I did put up, and I haven't, I haven't finished it yet, unfortunately. I did do a spread, a, a, a call spread, actually, a bull call spread. I normally do the bull put spreads, but I, I think for, um, for, for, um, um, for Nvidia, probably the call spread is better. I'm going to try to getting out there to everybody that's in the Discord room. Hopefully, I'm going to have. I, I did have a kind of a. A brief outline of that. We did close the Netflix spread, and it was nice. Uh, you know, uh, basically in it from, uh, you know, it was a calendar spread, a calendar call spread, and uh, you know, at least uh, it it uh, it did it did about uh, about a hundred dollars per contract. I had three contracts, so not too bad for seven days of non-work. <laughs> worked pretty good. Uh, that one worked pretty good too. So we're going to have some nice, uh, you know, I'm trying to, to, right now the market is a little bit, you know, it's not moving up as fast as it was. That's one of the reasons I'm emphasizing some of these spread trades because we can get, uh, we can get a lot of leverage on some of these, some of these moves. So it can be a very good thing. Just, uh, we're currently in an uptrend. The market is still in an uptrend. Um, NASDAQ is, uh, you know, is uh, is is now moved above is is uh, fourteen eight one four. So that's good. As long as we're staying, you know, we we looks like we bottom. It looks like we're going to move higher. Probably, you know, probably tomorrow. It's looking that way based on, you know, my analysis of the um, of the Nasdaq uh, composite. Uh, it does look like we're going to be moving higher. It looks like we kind of you know bottomed and we bounced and so so at least uh, you know we'll see if we can move above the fifteen thousand level on the nasdaq that would be incredible if that it and of course this is the nasdaq composite the uh, dow's off a little bit just slightly not a whole lot um it's kind of kind of treading water there s p is up so looking pretty good these are the two stocks that i basically bought today this is kind of a you know not a totally detailed chart but it kind of gives you an idea one of the ones of course is capital financial cof is the symbol on that one and that in primarily in the auto finance business and uh, they've been doing very well as you know uh the auto dealers have just done really great in the last few months and there's just uh not a lot of discounting going on in the automobile area so one of the areas that is strong of course is the the automobile dealer groups like uh, Lithia and uh, Carvana, but more importantly, <coughs> are the auto financers. They seem to be d 
doing well as well. Um, we did have, <coughs> we did have a, uh, a, um, we did have sort of a, um, a volume spike, a breakout on Palantir. Uh, it's up today, um, and it's moved past the, um, I'm going to go into this in a little bit more detail. It's past a reversal line. And, uh, so I did buy this on the alert. Um, this is kind of, this is, this is a little bit, uh, you know, better system. I just bought this just, a, you know, about 30 minutes ago. Well, about an hour ago, I guess. We did have this tremendous earnings, and uh, they uh, Palantir had been in a down, in a decline. That's why we had this 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 relative strength, this uh, reversal line, and it did move to the upside. And that's always a good place to get it is when it moves to the upside. Now, uh, this also was a reversal over the 50-day line. I always like to see that. Uh, so we'll see, you know, it's a half position, it's not a full position and it's in the small portfolio. So it's not a whole lot of risk here. Um, you know, but it is, uh, but it is a half position and, uh, you know, the, the volume came in nice it was a nice volume spike. So we'll see, we'll see if this is a reversal or if it just, you know, poops out. If it does, of course, then, you know, we'll be, we'll be out. Uh, we do have a stop loss in here as well in case, uh, we got it a little bit too early, but it does look like Palantir has made, a move, um, you know, and if it and if it moves above about twenty-seven fifty, that's the intermediate high there. Then I'll probably add another half position. But currently, I'm only in one half position. But I did buy it on this breakout, so that's something you might want to want to look at. Price is up eleven percent, and the volume, and this is the key, is up almost. It's a little over four hundred percent on the volume. So seems like some of the money is coming back into this issue. Just we don't know. Uh, but uh, this this might you might want to put this on your watch list. The symbol is PLTR, um, so it's so it's a pretty interesting one. Also, wanted to show you the opportunity in Apple, and um, you know I've been out of Apple for a while. It's been pulling back, but now it seems like at least intermediately, it seems like it's making a move higher. It's up about two dollars and eighty-seven cents today, almost two percent, one point nine six percent. Volume's down a little bit, so that is a little bit of a concern. I haven't bought back into Apple yet. I'm kind of waiting for a little bit more confirmation on it, but it definitely should be on your watch list because it seems as if, you know, it's true. There has been a rotation out of tech. So in terms of the weaker tech issues, you got to be careful there, but it seems also like there's more concentration in some of these really big tech names like Microsoft and Apple. So just kind of want to get that on your radar there as well. Um, the stock of the day is Skechers. And of course, I was actually buying this one Yesterday, I guess I bought it yesterday, or maybe on maybe on, I bought this on Tuesday, I believe. Skechers. Now, interestingly enough, <laughs> interestingly enough, I was stopped out um, after about a um, about about a ten percent gain on on Nike. I sold that basically today. It's amazing. Uh, we did we did uh, we did have a pullback on Nike. Um, you know, I got in and we were up about ten percent in approximately a little over a month. About well, no, about 45 days. So a month and a half I've been in, uh, in in Nike. I'm out of Nike because it pulled back. But Skechers seems to be taking up the slack. And we'll see how this one does. We'll just we'll just see how this one does. Uh, and it, it, it's in a very, very good group. The, the group for this one, the shoe apparel group, seems to be doing very, very well. It's a, what they call a three weeks tight pattern. That's a very good pattern to buy in if you can because... What will happen is a stock will be three weeks tight, and then after that, 
the uh, weak hands will be washed out, and so they won't be taking those uh, uh, they won't be taking those bid prices, and they'll take the ask prices, and it'll move up. So hopefully, I'm right on this one. Stock of the day on Skechers, and uh, it's very interesting. Currently, Skechers is above the 53.24 buy point, so it's basically in. It's basic. It's basically in the buy zone right now, so that's very, very good. And the shares are basically uh, at with a three-week tight pattern, which is a little bit higher. So instead of buying it at the buy point, which I did, the next level that you really should look to buy it is if it moves above about fifty-five ninety-seven. So if you were to buy this, if you were to put it in a buy stop limit order, with the limit being maybe at fifty-six. And the, the stop being at 56 and the limit being at 56.10, that might be a good way to get into the stock. So, um, And and uh, it's definitely broke above the interday high. So things are looking pretty good for Skechers. Uh, it seems like, uh, you know, I guess it's back to school time, so they may be doing well. Kind of not, not, a, not a tech stock by any means, but seems to be very popular. They have a lot of, they seem to, their brand seems to be doing quite well right now. Um, just kind of want to show you what I'm in and what I'm not in. <laughs> I'm in Berkshire Hathaway. I'm down a little bit on that. Not a whole lot. About uh, 50 cents or so. And Crane, I came. I was. I, I bought into Crane basically the beginning of the week. We're up a little bit. Uh, you know, we're not a whole lot. We're we're up about 91 cents. Basically bought it at the 100 level. Basically, this is a swing trade for me. I'm looking to see it move. You know, from about 100, which is where I where I entered, to about maybe 105, 106. I'm probably going to sell it. But this is a nice little move, too. Uh, I'm still, believe it or not, in DocuSign. It's up today. <laughs> I was triggered on most of my, on three of my three of my four uh, portfolios that have DocuSign, and I still have a little bit of DocuSign. It's up today. Um, about uh, about uh, $2.47. So that's looking pretty decent as well. Uh, Square is down, uh, but I'm still not out of this. It's kind of just been hanging out there. This is a stock that I really, really like. It's it's kind of just you know, not really doing a lot right now. It's it's uh, STM. Uh, what it is is it's a it's a it's a Swiss Italian, um, it's a Swiss Italian um, a chip maker. They primarily make chips for the automobile industry. So this is one you might want to put on your watch list. STM, STM micro uh, microelectronics. So it's a very interesting company. The symbol STM on that one. Um, I, I'm in Under Armour. I'm down five cents. Really, nothing to report there. Uh, one of my real, real good uh, acquisitions uh, currently. Uh, you know, I've ridden this up. You know, about fifteen dollars a share so far. It's been Goldman Sachs. It just seems to be moving. But the one concern here is it's very light on the volume today. Snap is down a little bit. Just kind of right in there. Trex is a very interesting company. It's up today one. 0.73. Now, Trex has a very unique product in the building product category, and that is they have plastic wood, and this is a really great product. And I think this this product is going to do super over the next few years, uh, and and you know, and and end the future because you know if you've ever built a wood deck before, you know it's kind of you know you you build the deck and then you know three years later, man, it's all rotted out because it's you know yellow pine or something like that. Well, they have a plastic product that's made, I think, out of recycled materials, to be honest with you, that makes a tremendous deck, and it, it basically lasts for 50 years. So interesting, interesting company. They have a lot of patents, and the company's doing well. It's called Trex, and they're in the building products area. And uh, again, they make this plastic wood kind of product. It's kind of good. Um, 
Also, we talked a little bit about Capital One. It's up about $2 today, or about 1.16%. And I think this one is, even though the volume is down, I think that the, this one has potentially some, some good, good to go. This is my second. I, I have Goldman, GS, and then I have Capital One. Goldman is sort of the top of the market, and Capital One is kind of the bottom of the market. But I, both, I like them both. Uh, and then, of course, Palantir. Uh, we, we saw that that was breaking out today. So that's kind of where I'm at in terms of, you know, in terms of my stocks uh, that I have today. Um, let's take a look at, I guess, uh, some questions. Get to the questions. Um, and uh, I think it's probably taken from the top. But uh, let me see if I have any questions from TikTok Live. And by the way, if you're watching on TikTok, uh, I'm going to be showing charts and everything. I was like, unfortunately, on TikTok, I could I could only give you the blue screen. It's uh, I wish I could I wish I could run the the stocks at uh, the the um, uh, behind me, but I can't. But here's what you can do: you can jump on over to Dallas Trading Floor, and the easiest way to do that is to go to my uh, is is to go to um, uh, is to go to YouTube.com/slash Dallas Trading Floor, and you should be able to see it. Uh, and you know the the uh, the most current one, but uh, uh, www Dallas Trading Floor, and um, also you can you can go to the the profile. Just click on the link. Go to my profile. Click that link and then scroll all the way down. There's a button that should have this episode uh, live of on uh, YouTube. So that's a good way to take a look at all the charts and everything. So without further ado, let's get into some of the charts. Hey Jim, I uh, hope you're well. Thank you, man. Um, could you check, uh, AVT and MRVL? Hmm, interesting. Okay. Let's take a look for Betty here. Uh, thank you for that. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to reduce that one and I'm going to get my charts up here. Hopefully we'll, I want to, there we go. I'm sizing it a little bit for the screen, but, uh, yeah, let's see if they can do, if I can get those charts up here. And launch them charts. All right. Okay. Oops. All right. And let's bring up many. AVT. I know. Take a look. Interesting. Avnet. Okay. A company I'm very familiar with. Um, Hamilton Avnet is what this company used to be called years ago. It's a distributor and an electronics distributor. And it's sort of in this, um, you know, let's, let's pull it up here. If I can pull it up here. There we go. So this is Hamilton Avnet. And, um, you know, let's kind of take a look at some of, you know, some of what we've got going on with, with, with Hamilton. Um, basically it is sort of in a little bit of a downward trend. Let's, let's go over the weekly chart to see if, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're in a little bit of a downward trend. There is this stage one cup base on it. I'm mean, sorry, stage two, excuse me. 
um, cup. Now, this is a cup without handle. I don't typically like to buy them as much as cup with handles, and there's a lot of reasons for that that I can go into, but um, it would kind of bore the pants off of you, I'm sure. But uh, basically, the situation here is um, that we are we are we have reversed and we're going higher. So that's not bad on the weekly chart. It's that's not a necessarily a bad chart pattern to buy on. Now let's kind of take a look to see if we have a reversal. I, you know, this would probably be really too early for the reversal line, but basically I would say that that would be that would be the reversal. So what has happened? And this is really interesting. You can see that today it dropped it, then it pulled right to this line. This is the reversal line. And then it pulled back up. So it seems to have gotten support there. So basically I would say that right now on Hamilton, I mean, sorry, on, on Avnet, it looks as if it, it is getting some support. It's in a tight pattern. Not necessarily a bad place to buy it, but there's several kind of things I don't like about it right now. It's got a relatively low relative strength, and I and I and I kind of want to look at the checklist too. The checklist is it's okay, it's pretty good, but what I don't like about it is I want to find the leader. And right now, the electronic parts area, this is essentially a distributor, low margins. You know, I would be a little bit leery about buying this one just because it's got a 78 checklist. I think we could do better than this. So I would probably just watch list this stock right now. I probably would not be, I would not be a, um, you know, I just, I just wouldn't be a buyer of this one. It's a distributor primarily. Nothing wrong with that. It's just that um, I just don't, I don't think it has as much potential as some other ones. So I probably would only watch list uh, Marvel, um, uh, Avdat, uh, but uh, let's look at Marvel. Now Marvel's a little bit different. This is uh, a chip maker, so it's really different. You know, a different category. The thing about the chip makers is right now, because of the pressure on Micron, MU, these have been a little bit under pressure. You know, I got stopped out of a position that I had. Now, I, you know, I, I have it marked on here. Back in back in uh, June, I did purchase a position, a half a position, right there. And unfortunately, I was stopped out. Um, I, I was stopped out. I had a very top site loss, stop loss on it. I was stopped out on this one, um, you know, and it went down and then it's, it's bounced up again. So, but it does seem to be trending very nicely on the 21 day line. The question is, you know, would you buy it here? You know, technically this is extended because the buy point is, um, is basic on a consolidation basis, 55.70. And currently it's at 59. So this is technically extended, but I could see this one being a good buy. And the reason I could is, because this area is improving significantly, and it does look like we have some support right here at the 21-day line. So this is probably going to move higher in the next few days. Now, this is about the max. I probably wouldn't want to buy this one. If I, if I, if I was going to buy this one, I probably wouldn't buy it um, beyond tomorrow. And the reason is because we're coming into earnings. Here's the thing about um, stocks. I typically, when we're in an earnings season like this, I like to be extremely careful, and that is I don't really want to give up any of the gains. So if I bought this one, I would probably only hold it for 14 days, selling it as we come into earnings, even if it moves up, because uh, there is a lot of earnings risk on this one. So I would be cautious on this one, Mehdi. I would be cautious on this one, and possibly I 
possibly could see buying this. This is a good. This is this is a good one, but I would be cautious, and I would make, and I and I probably would sell it before earnings. Earnings are going to be basically uh, in 14 days from now on the um, on the on the 26th of April. So um, you you probably don't want to hold this one. If you buy this, you probably don't want to hold it through earnings. I wouldn't hold it through earnings. Um, but, uh, you know, so it's, it's a tough call. It's, it's, it's a tough call. If you're going to buy it, you want to buy it either today or tomorrow. And, um, and then it probably wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it longer than about, uh, than about two weeks. That's, that's, that's how I would do it. So, so it's a swing trade. It might work very, very well. Uh, and it's, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good company. So, all right, thanks. And, uh, let's take a look at Jeet's question. Oops. There we go. I'm readjusting the sizing on this because I'm. There we go. Okay, it's 150. So that's that's that that gives us a little bit. Yeah, that's a little better. Okay. So let's take a look at HRI. HRI. And this is Herc Holdings. Herc Holdings. I don't know Herc Holdings. It's in Bonita Springs, Florida. Provides equipment rental. Oh, okay, equipment rental. I do like equipment. <laughs> I have to admit, I do like equipment rental. The leader, of course, in this is United Rentals. Um, good, good business. This is a very good business. It, came, it looks like they just came through. Oh, look at that earnings. 528%. So it looks as if um, they've had some great earnings. They, they reported some very, very nice earnings here. They were, um, they were up tremendously um, you know their sales are up 33 cents but their profits and that's what counts were up 528 percent quarter over year so that is pretty darn good look at that cash flow that is a cash machine return on equity so this is looking very very good I want to I want to kind of look at this group because this this there might be some some things in this group that we want to you know kind of take a look at yeah United rental is at the top of the list that's what I expected, you know, because they are sort of the leader in this field. I just want to look at United Rentals, see if there is an opportunity in United Rentals. You know, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. Herc Holdings looks good, but United, United Rentals looks better. Now, I know it's more expensive stock, uh, but it's up 9% today. That is incredible. It had also had excellent earnings. So, this is a really good space. I think this is a space that you could definitely, uh, you know, definitely work with. But what I would recommend, and I'm actually going to write it down on my on, on my um, on my notepad here, is United Rentals right now is in a buy zone, and it is it, it is it's it's very well set up. This is on a consolidation base, second stage consolidation base. Um, so this is definitely going to go higher, and this is the leader. Herc Holdings is not the leader in the space. United Rentals is. So this is what I would do here. I would probably look to buy uh, United Rentals. I, I think this is a very good play. I, I, I think this is a very good play, at least for now. It's come through earnings, which I like. So we had some, some great earnings. I wouldn't buy this into earnings, but I would buy it afterwards now. I think this could be a very, very good play uh, in the space. And uh, so... Uh, United Rentals is one I would instead of Herc Holdings, I would go with United Rentals. I mean, that's kind of my my take on it. Um, let's look at RXN. Thanks, RXN. 
And I can take a look. Ah, Rexford. Okay. Uh, Milwaukee Gears. Okay, so this is really an industrial play, too. I don't know this, this company at all. Um, I'm going to actually go over to the daily chart and see if we could kind of look at this chart. This is extended. I wouldn't buy Rexstard. I just wouldn't. I think your better bet, your better bet in this is United Rentals. I just think it is based on, you know, um, ba based based on this. I mean, I, I based based on this. It's currently at sixty, but I, it's extended. I just think that you know, it's probably not a good time for United Rentals, unfortunately. So I'm going to kind of move over here a little bit. So. I don't continuously look off camera. I'm getting better with this. Not, I'm not perfect, but I definitely am getting a little bit, a little bit better at my camera stuff. All right, so that's really what kind of what I would recommend. I don't recommend either of them. I would look to United Rentals. I think you're going to get a better, much better deal with that because you want to, you know, here's the thing: you want to be in the leaders, and uh, definitely in the United, you know. HRI is good, but I think that United Rentals UR is better. All right. Um, okay. Oh, um, SCVL, that's his. Um, thank you. Shoo, Carnival. You know, and here's the thing. <laughs> I I did have, a, I, I like Shoe Carnival a lot, Polly. I really do. I, you know, everybody knows that I had this, uh, let me just take. Let me just take off the. Uh, sometimes I have to get. I, yeah, there we go. I have to go and get. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of take take off. I, I had some notes on here that I that I've taken away on the screen. But look at this. Look at this chart. This is a great chart. You know, th this area has been really good. You know, of course. You know, I bought Skechers, which is which is sold at Shoe Carnival, and this is this is a very very good pattern. This is essentially. Um, you know, this is this is acting very very nice. I mean, I mean we we've we you know we, we we came up to the high here. We've pulled back. We had we went through earnings. No, I guess we're I guess the earnings are in thirteen days. Um, this is this is going to be very nice. I mean, especially if it moves past thirty nine. But right now it's totally viable. Uh, this is this is looking very good. I think you know it's got an excellent checklist. So this would be a good this would be a good one to enter. It, what I like about this is this retail apparel shoes area is just a tremendous one. I'm going to kind of show you sort of who's in there. But, you know, you've got Revolve, of course, Boot Barn, Land's End, Lululemon. But Shoe Carnival is right down here with a relative strength of 95. That's great. Only Revolve, Land's End, and Boot Barn are better. So, you know what? I think you could buy, you know, it is a little bit of low cheat, what they call low cheat. That's what Mike Bickermany would say. Um but I, I think it's viable. I definitely think it's viable. And, uh, you know, I'd be careful, you know, try to put my, uh, you know, I try to put my stop loss in at, at the right level. But I definitely think this one is viable. Uh, Shoe Carnival. And, again, I've had a spread on it. I did pretty well in the spread. I did close it, uh, and, I, and then I did have some of the shares. And I did it before the last earnings on that one. But uh, this is a good stock. And, and right now it's in a very, very good area. So let's take a uh, look at some of the that are calling in from TikTok. Thank you very much. Somebody wants to look at Moderna. Uh, so let's look at Moderna here really quickly. M-R-N-A. Of course, that's the technology uh, that they have. It sets the symbol as well. So Moderna. So let's kind of take a look at how Moderna 
is shaping up here. All right. Here's the thing about Moderna. Uh, we ran up. We had this kind of climax top. We've pulled back. Essentially, we're, we're getting support at the 21-day line. Um, but the question is, can you buy it? Well, here's the thing. I just think you got to be a little bit careful right now. The medical, biomedical, biotech, and this is one of the most difficult areas to buy in because this probably are probably more stock companies in the biotech area than in any other area of the stock market. And so these and these companies are very binary. Either they make a lot of money, or they're just they're 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 waiting to get approval on something. So it's just it's a it's the kind of it's the kind of thing that makes it difficult to trade these. Uh, but look at this. Uh, we've had. You know, we're still losing money here, but the sales have been, are, are way up. Would I buy this thing right now? Well, it looks as if it got support at the 21-day line. I, you know, I just don't know. It's This is a little bit tough for me. I probably would pass on this one. I know that everyone has, you know, a lot of people have done great on it, but, yeah, I just, I this is just, this is too frothy for me, really. I mean, it really is. It's It's a little bit too frothy. So I probably would not be a buyer of Moderna. Now, I'd watch list this one because, I mean, look at these numbers. I mean, look at this. I mean, it's up. The volume is up tremendously. It's up almost, you know, 98% is incredible. The price is up uh, almost a little over 1%. Uh, so up $6 a share, which is tremendous. But you know what? I just get the feeling with this pattern that I just, I want to see it. I want to see it build a base. So, you know, it went way up here. It got all the way up. Uh, to you know about the 490 92 level and then it pulled back so right now it's in the process of forming a base it looks like it's got to get some support at the 21 day line but but you know that's just so far down that the the, the 21 day line is is basically at 360 so that's that's you know it's 30 dollars from where it is so i just think that you know it's time to I, I would watch this one. I would not buy it right now. I just kind of wait on this one, see if we get you know a movement above 400. If we get a movement above 400 on um, Moderna, then I think you know we're at a situation where it would be a little bit easier to get in. So I, I just I think you got to kind of take a slow slow walk on that one. All right. So um, uh, ish, uh, Paycom. This is uh, Nico. Thank you for. That uh, Paycom P Y P A Y C. Now you know this business used to be dominated by ADP. It's amazing how much they've lost their way. <laughs> it's amazing how much they've lost their way in the last few years. But Paycom, I think it's based in Oklahoma City, is done very very well because they they include everything, not only the payroll but they also have the human uh, resources stuff, the compliance, and so it's all pretty good in that area. Right now, and this is a real good this is a real good choice, by the way. Even though this is in the computer software enterprise, which is down, it's 126 out of 197 in terms of the sectors. This one is right at the cusp, right at the buy zone. Now, would you buy it here? Well, it looks as if it has just moved above the buy point, so this might be actionable tomorrow. So basically, what I wanted to do is I'm going to set an alert on this one. Basically, at the buy at, at the, the 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 I'm going to set an alert, and that this is basically at the buy point. So I'm going to put I'm going to put a little alert there. Right now, we are just slightly below that buy point. We don't really want to buy it until it's powered beyond that buy point. But if you were to buy it above 
170, you know, 471, or maybe 472, which where we are right now, maybe a little bit more, let me make 473 uh, or so, then I think you might have a winner because they, they, they're, they, they're looking very good. They had good earnings, and it looks like going forward, they're probably going to do very well. So there's, there's no, it's, it's 100% checklist on this one. So it's, it, this is a very good stock, and, then, and, and it's generating some nice income. So I definitely would potentially look at buying this one. I'm currently not buying as much in the computer enterprise space right now just because um, of the rotation. And I'm, I'm concentrating more right now, at least on the financials and some of the, you know, like the, uh, some of the um, uh, construction stocks like uh, Caterpillar, that kind of thing. That's where I've been, been, uh, been concentrating. Now I did put out a spread. I know, and I, again, I've just, I've been backing up on these, but I did uh, do a bull put spread on Caterpillar and uh, it has pulled back a little bit, but it still, it still did that nice reversal. I want to show you this it moved nicely. And then it's above that very key 50 day line. So um, the earnings were excellent for Caterpillar. And even though this is a Dow stock and the Dow is down today, I do think that this is one you could consider possibly. Um, I do see some rotation into this down a little bit after hours, about uh, 50 cents, a little bit, 80 cents. So um, that's one I also think that you could possibly look at as well. All right. Uh, is Tesla about ready to back? Um, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if, if, if Tesla was going to be? I think it's the other way with Tesla. I think Tesla is matured as a stock. And I think it's it's just it's in a three week it's in a it's in a tight pattern. I want to show you that. Um, this is what they call a tight pattern. Now it's not it's not a three weeks tight yet. I think it's let's let's check. Yeah, it's a two week tight. So another week and maybe we'll be at we'll we'll be in a situation where we'll be in a tight pattern. Up a little bit after hours, about ninety cents, not a lot. Um, the key level really is about seven twenty to about seven twenty five. So we're right at a key level. And I do think that if it does break higher than that, then we're likely to see it move higher. As you can see, this is 700. So there's definitely some support right about here, of course. That's the level. If it can move above this line, and I'm going to do this thing, put an alert on that line. Yeah. I'm going to put an alert on that line because you know that's where, if it moves above that, then I think that we might have, uh, let's just see if we can, Set that alert on that line. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to put, um, you know, Tesla is breaking out above. Um, so what this does basically is it just kind of gives us, oops. Would help if I spelled things right, wouldn't it? All right. Breaking. All right. And all I'm doing really here is I am just um, sending alerts. So if it moves above this red line here, I'll get an email alert that it's breaking above that, that trend line there. And basically, that's resistance. And so I don't really think it's breaking out. I really couldn't say that it's breaking out. But if it if it does continue that, then you might want to take a look at it. But really, I don't think you really want it. You want to see it convincingly move 
above about 725 before you really, really, really would buy that. Uh, but it's it's definitely calmed down. Tesla's a lot easier to trade than it was last year. But of course, last year I did pretty well in Tesla. I think a lot of other people did too. So it's not quite as volatile this year. As a matter of fact, it's not not even not even close to being quite as volatile. Let's look at Boeing. Of course, this is a Dow stock, and for many many years, I think this is still true. Uh, Boeing is the number was the number one export is the next number one exporter. The biggest problem that Boeing has, the biggest headwinds that Boeing has that I can see. Um, even though the chart pattern is looking very good, it's a double bottom, and that's a very good chart pattern, is the fact that, you know, going through this COVID thing, we may go through another lockdown, and if that happens, we're looking at another slowdown in the airline industry, and of course, that's where Boeing gets a lot of its revenues, and if we have a slowdown there, then we're not likely to see as many orders, and that's been the situation with Love, which of course is Southwest Airlines. They basically admitted that they're really not going to make any money this year. Can you believe it? For the whole year, they're just going to tread water. So I don't know about about Boeing. That said, uh, by the way, I actually shorted Boeing back when the COVID crash, and uh, it was it was kind of cool. I mean, it went all the way down. I mean, I was able to short it, you know, about this level actually. And all the way down to about uh, 180. Let's kind of. I just want to kind of look at that. Kind of look at the history. Yeah, there we go. This is. Uh, this was the. This was the big. COVID crash here. See, this is the. This is the monthly chart that we're looking at. Big COVID crash, and it went. You know, basically from 300. I didn't get it. I didn't short it at 300. So it was about 280s where I shorted it, and it came all the way back down. And I was. I was buying it back about 180. I didn't quite go all the way to the bottom, but. It's moved up ever since ever ever since then. Still, you know, this is a stock that should be trading, you know, at three forty plus, and it's not. So would would I buy it here? Well, it's got a double bottom pattern, and I just I'm just very leery about it. We did have some, we actually had some good earnings, up forty four percent in terms of the sales, and up one hundred eight percent of because of the. Uh, the earnings now, but the thing about Boeing, and I think you just got to be super careful. There's a lot of competition, uh, and they've they've failed to execute in the space realm. They have the problem selling uh, aircraft because of the COVID thing with the airlines. So I just I don't know. I am not psyched on Boeing. I'm just not psyched on Boeing. Also, the aerospace defense sector is not in the top. So I just I would be very careful about. Um, about about Boeing. I really would. Even though the chart looks fairly good, I just would be very careful. All right, let's take a look at Palantir. This is the one I did buy today. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, I actually did buy this after, you know, a long time. I've been, I've been hanging out waiting for this thing to reverse, and then finally, today it reverses. I get the signal, and I did, I did come into it, and it does look like, you know, it had this huge bump, which is really nice. The earnings per share up 300%. So that indeed is a good thing. So you can see the sales were up 49%, but the key level, 300% in the earnings. Now, for a growth stock, and this is still losing money, so it's considered a growth stock, it's really the sales that you want to look at, the increase in sales. But if you have a 20% quarter over quarter increase in sales, that's what the street's looking for. And definitely we've had it. I mean, for the last year, 52%, 40%. 49% and 49%. So this is growing very, very nicely. And um, it did it did do this reversal. Uh, and I just, that's what I bought. I bought on the reversal right as it moved above this line here, as you can see. That's that's where I bought it. So will it, will it, will it hang in the same direction? I certainly hope so. 
but I can't be sure. So I've pretty much set my stop losses tight. This is where my stop loss is currently four pounds here. It's at 23. I just want to show you that just so that you'll know. Uh, I did buy this one on the breakout with nice volume. And the volume's right there. And, of course, earnings for sure up. So I definitely think this is actionable here. You don't want to go with a full position, though, because it has not really broken out. I mean, it really needs to move. You know, it needs to it needs to move above about twenty seven fifty really to be out of the. You know, this is about the this is about the um, lowest level that you could buy it at would be right now. So, but I still think it's actionable. Let's see how it let's see how it trades um, tomorrow. Uh, see how it opens and but it's, it it but you know it it's looking like it probably you know it closed pretty well. Uh, it's down a little bit after hours. So it's if it can hold tomorrow. Then I think that you maybe want to go into. I probably would not buy this position if I were doing it right now. I really wouldn't probably wait until Monday to buy this one to see how it trades because I don't necessarily want to be holding this over the weekend. Um, you know, because we have we have problems there. All right, Disney. Um, and if you've been watching, I don't know. Did I put out the? I guess I did. I put out the Disney the Disney trade. By the way, if you are interested. And you are on our trade alerts. We put out these, you know, we don't, we put out the trade alerts um, uh, all the time. And you, all you have to do, if you're if you're watching on the web, just go to www.dallastradingfirm, first and last name, and an email address, and we'll get you on the list. Also, if you're looking on TikTok or some of the other platforms, the easy way to do it is just go to my profile, click the link, and the first and last name and an email address, and you'll be good to go on that too. Um, and this is regarding the Disney trade. And I do have the spread trade on Disney, so I'm going to slip over to that, that screen right now. There we go. Disney. The Walt Disney Company. And as you can see, we still, we're, we're up nicely. And I do think coming into earnings, this ought to be very nice. Look at this. Look at what's happening. Yeah, we're up strongly. Ah, we had good earnings. Ah, Okay. Okay, so the spread that I did that I, was available for everybody looks like it's going to do very well because it was a bull spread, which is a good thing. So it does look like we're going to we're going to have some very nice earnings on Walt Disney. It looks like uh, um, you know with the Disney trade, we're going to make some good little money on this on this trade. So everybody, also if you're in the Discord room, I just keep reiterating this. But, you know, this is one of the reasons you can just on one trade, you can definitely make back all the money that you would pay on the Discord membership, which is only $30 a month, by the way, um, just on one trade. And that looks like it's going to happen with this Disney trade. So it's looking pretty nice on this. So they definitely had some great numbers. Uh, and after hours, it is just moving up. It, 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 it'll pull back a little bit, um, but it looks like we're going to we're going to we're going to pop this reversal line. And it does look very good. So I do think that we're going to see some nice, you know, the earnings were very good on Disney. Let's let's see what the reported earnings were for Disney. Uh, and it, no, they haven't they haven't yet been reported yet, but it looks as if the the response from Disney was very very good. So that's interesting. So that spread trade probably will will do, will have done very well. Um, very well as well. And uh, of course, you know, uh, if you want to get on the Axe Trader, sometimes I put them out on that as well um, uh, at DallasTrading4.com. So thanks for that. All right, let's go to the next question. Uh, DraftKings. Uh, do you think DraftKings 
we'll finally jump up again. <laughs> Always trouble. You never know. Thanks, Emmy. Um, whoops. Yeah, DraftKings, DKNJ. Um, you know, they bought uh, Caesars. Um, there was a, there was a merger between Caesars. And, I mean, they bought uh, DKNG, DraftKings bought Caesars. So, you know, it does. I mean, it does look like it's turning the corner. I mean, we definitely had a test here. We're moving up. We're still right at the 200 day line. Ah, we we moved above the 200 day line. So this is a good thing. I, I definitely have. You know, I had an alert on this one. We've moved above the 200 day line. This is a reversal, but it's a weak reversal. So would I buy it here? Well, let's look at the checklist. Eh, the checklist is okay, 67. It's not great, though. I'm a little bit leery right now uh, with DraftKings. I like it, but I just want to see some more strength. I really would like to see it move above some of these intermediate highs here. I'd like to see it move above 56. Then I would be a little bit more inclined. But I think this is, you got to watch this, this one right now. I think it's a good stock, and I think it's you know it's in a good area, but you know it's still weak in terms of it did come above the 200-day line. I really don't like to buy them off the 200-day line. I just think this is too low. I want to see some more strength. So here's what I would do with DraftKings. Um, basically, we have oh, to wait. We just have to wait on, on on DraftKings. We have to wait. Let it let it go a little bit longer. Let's see if it pulls above about 58. So you're going to want to watch the DraftKings here. Um, you know, it's just like it, it's, it's, you know, in the January to March time frame, this was a great stock and I was playing it, but then, you know, we, we ended up here, we hit the resistance 50 of uh, 74, uh, 38 and it's been downward since, unfortunately, but it looks as if, uh, it has, it has, it, you know, it's starting to reverse higher, but I just am, I just think this is a little bit too early to be in it. So I would, I would, um, I would watch this, this one for right now. I just would. Um, that's kind of the, kind of the way it's, the way it is. Uh, Oh, took options on Apple today. Good for you, Mark. Absolutely. Fantastic. You know, Apple is uh, definitely moving very, very nicely. And, uh, and you know, the options are showing that they're just, they're just, they're just showing that. So congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Um, thoughts on open door. Let me, Come back to that one. Uh, Airbnb, Palantir. Uh, I can't believe you bought. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. I mean, I, I, but I, but I was waiting for it to reverse. I mean, I was, I was very negative. I know, Nico. It's strange. I mean, you know, if certain things line up, man, I, I buy them. You know, it, it, I mean, it was, it was pulling back, pulling back, pulling back. I didn't think it was going to reverse. It reversed. Reversed on heavy volume, so that's why I bought it. That's why I bought it. But I, you know, I, I could see, I could see you getting, you know, being a little bit. I can't believe you bought Palantir. I did. We'll see. I might, I might live to regret that. Um, all right, let's look at JBL. JBL. Let's look for it, kind of to see how to size the stop loss. Okay, JBL. Pull that one up, and that's Jebel Circuit. And this is a good company, by the way. I think she used to be. I think she used to be based in Tampa. Very, very good circuit. It's right in a buy zone. I just want to show you this. Okay, let's pull this up and and let's kind of. I, I what I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom in on on a little bit so we can kind of see a little little better. So let me put. I'm going to hopefully. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to zoom in a little bit. Hopefully that'll work. There we go. All right. Yeah, well, it did work, but I need to move it. I need to move it somehow. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Let me move it over. There we go. Okay, so I'm going to move it over. Now we can see it. This is, you know, trying to give you a little bit better view. There we go. All right, so now you can see. And before, you know, I'm trying to get this so that you can actually see this on the screen. But basically, the buy point on this one is the little dotted green line. Is at 58.95. It's definitely in the buy zone, and it's pulling back. But this this is actually extremely good action. As you can see, this little fuchsia line here. This is the 10-day moving average. It's right on the 10-day moving average. This is a very very good indicator. The question is, where should you place your stop loss? Well, here's what I would do. I would do it at the 21-day line because you can see the action has all been. Oops, it's coming back has all been above that 21-day line from here. So that is an appropriate place to set the stop loss. So hopefully if I can get it in there. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, so where the stop loss should be should be at about 56. It should be at about 57 right here. It should be at about 57. So where I would put my stop loss would be at about 57. So I'm going to back it out here a little bit and... See if we can put that stop loss in. Yeah. Oops, that's not the right one. It wasn't on that one. There we go. So here's what I would do with Jabal circuit. And of course I've I've done it way too, you know, I've zoomed out way too much here. But where you want it, where you want to put it is you you want to put the stop loss right below, basically on that on that um, you you want to put you want to put it right on the 21 day exponential. And that would be at 5850. So 5850 is kind of where you want your stop loss to be. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that in there right now, just on an alert. I'm gonna put it at 58.50, and of course that is a stop loss. So that's that's where I, that's where I would put the stop loss right there, 58.50. I think that's an ideal place for the stop loss. It's a good stock, by the way, and a good company. So um, yeah, I mean I just I have to think so. 58.50 is where I would put my stop loss. Be pretty pretty tight on that uh, as well. Uh, yeah, Disney earnings. Okay, well, if we saw the Disney earnings were, were tremendous, and um, yeah, I, it's 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 moving up very very nicely. So let's take another question. I'm going to go way down here, and oh, let's look. Is it is O viable? Hmm, interesting. Okay, well, let's look at O. On there we go. It's Overstock, right? No, no, it's Realty Income Corp. I don't know this company. Um, huh? Okay. Oh, and of course. Okay, so this is. By the way, I, I think I think uh, I think this is significant uh, with a company like this. Uh, 
is that you know there has been of course a lot of um there there has been there has been a lot of um movement in the realty you know in 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 home selling but i do think we're coming in we're going to keep coming to the end of the seller's market relatively quickly i the reason i know this is because i i have a property in california that i'm probably going to be selling and um we're starting to see some weakness so i don't know if this one is going to be good now that said this has a cup of handle formation and it's in a reit now the reits have been doing very well because people are, are looking for stable income at, because of the bond market so the REITs have been doing very well. So this one it doesn't look bad, um, but I kind of want to see. I'm not, you know, I kind of want to see the REITs. I want to see if there's something better, and there is, and this is IIPR. Now, normally I'm not interested in any of the marijuana plays, but this is a different case. This is a, actually a REIT that, that, um, that uh, uh, caters to the marijuana industry. As you can see, it's got a 100% checklist. So if you're looking for a REIT with some income, this might be a good a good thing. It's also in the buy zone. So I would recommend this over O. I really would because it's stronger. It's stronger and it's better capitalized. Um, also, if we go over to the weekly chart, we can see that we've had a very nice, you know, we are basically through earnings which is very nice and we have a better chart pattern with this we, uh, uh i i p r this is this is this is definitely one that you want to look at look at their look at their sales their sales were up 100 percent, basically under one percent profits up 38 percent, which for a reit is very very good because most reits are not you know there's been a lot of interest in the reit area but this is this is probably the best of the best it's got a relative strength of 90. So if you're looking for cash flow that is not capital appreciation, it's just cash flow, this has a 6% return on equity, very, very strong considering everything. So I would look at this one, uh, Innovative Industrial Properties, IIPR. That's that's really kind of one I would look at for, um, you know, for that. I would not probably do, oh, I'd probably do uh, that. Uh, other, I would do... I would do that. All right, let's look at Coinbase. And of course, I haven't been in Coinbase in a while. Uh, I was in it right at the IPO. I, I think I sold it like, I don't know, 30 minutes after it came out or something like that. I, I wrote it up and then and then I pushed my stop loss up and <clears throat> it pulled back and I was out with a nice profit, which is which doesn't always happen that way, believe me. But uh, did is Coinbase making a change? Well, Let's see. We this is a typical. This is to call an IPO base here, where it it comes out of the gate, it moves up, and then it pulls back as the holders sell into that strength, and then and then it usually cups up, and then it comes back. So I probably would not be interested in buying this until it moves above about 340, based on the weekly chart. That's that's kind of my view on it because on a pure, purely technical. Uh, in, in purely technical terms, that would be the case. Now, that said, look at their earnings. Their earnings were very, very strong. Um, you know, they had, you know, their their sales were up over 900, you know, basically 1,000%, and their, their income was up too. So this has, you know, obviously been incredible. And uh, the return on equity is 25%. Now, of course, this is not a REIT, so this is going to have a higher, typically a higher, higher return on equity, but 
still, this is not looking bad. But would I buy it at this level? Well, you know, I really want to see it move. I really want to see it move above about here. And the reason I do is because, as you can see, when it had great news this morning, it went way up and then it pulled back down right to this resistance. So there's definitely some resistance right about right about 260. So I want to I want to buy it as it's moving above 260. Would I buy this thing right now? Uh, probably not. I mean, I you know I this is the first day of trading. That's when I was in, and I basically jumped in it, and then it pulled all the way up here. Basically, I got in right about here. It pulled all the way up here, and of course, I moved myself plus It pulled back really hard, really fast, and I was out. But, um, you know, would I get into this thing? I, I want to see some more strength. I want to see it move above about 360. So that's kind of where I want to see it done. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, O is real estate. It's basically a REIT, a real estate investment trust. That's the reason I was indicating that I think that your better bet is IIPR, which is the um, innovative uh, uh, innovative industrial properties. That's that's the one. It has it, it's in the REIT category, just like O, but it has a little bit better return and it's a little bit stronger. Tesla is 7:25 after hours. Ha! Huh, that's interesting. Well, you might want to consider that because. That's interesting that it did move up after hours like that. Let's go back. Let's revisit Tesla. You might want to. You might want to put in an order. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, seven twenty-four. Okay, it's not up a whole lot, but it's moving past that resistance. So yeah, I think it's finally made a turn. Yeah, it's finally made a turn up. Yeah, and it looking. It's looking quite good. So it does look like this. The weekends. It's it's a little bit low on the volume. I'd I'd like to see more volume here, but you know what? That might be a good way. I mean, I don't think you're going to, I don't think this is going to rocket to the moon um, tomorrow, but I definitely think that, yeah, you could start, you could start edging in here. Here's what I would do. I wouldn't put in a huge position. I'd try to go start with a half position on this. And what do I mean by half position? And the thing about Tesla, Tesla's an expensive stock, so you might only be able to buy a few shares. But the way the, the way the positioning works is if you take the value of your portfolio, let's say you had a, uh, $80,000 portfolio, uh, you, you divide it by eight, and that would give you eight full positions of 10,000 each. So if you were to go in with a half position, <clears throat> you'd want to go in with $5,000 uh, of value in an in a $80,000 portfolio, and that will give you uh, the correct sizing. So you want to make sure that you have the right sizing on this. Um, and at $5,000, you know, you're looking at possibly uh, being able to, to, to purchase about eight shares uh, in an $8,000 portfolio. So that's kind of how I would size it. I definitely think you might be able to do that. I know that sounds, you said, Jim, why are you, why are you uh, going with so few shares? Well, because the way you do it, if you size it correctly and you size it with these, uh, these positions and you set a stop loss at 7% down from where you bought it, your maximum exposure in the portfolio is 1%. So that's the reason I do it. Uh, it's 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 just it's to protect against those unfortunate uh, <laughs> fortunate things that happen like that. Thank you very much, Kate. Thank you for watching the show. Please tell your friends. And also, if you if you can see your way to to it, go to the website www.dallastradingfloor, and we have a you know I'm just promoting the our mugs. We we do have these nice mugs out there. This helps me offset some of the some of the expenses here, but uh, I'll pull that over. Basically, just go to Dallas Trading Floor. 
and that will bring up. Oh, well, it, it should bring it up. Well, I guess it didn't. Anyways, um, it should it should bring up, and I got to figure out why. There's there's probably something I'm doing wrong, um, but it it'll bring up a uh, it, it'll it'll bring up it, it'll bring up a little list, and you can go to where the uh, um, the mug is. It's six ninety five, and uh, and we do we do have to pay shipping on it. It's about five bucks, but uh, definitely worth it. It's very nice. I just kind of want to show it to you here. Yeah, there it is. It is a neat Dallas trading floor mug. So six ninety five for that uh, with, um, and then the shipping is about five bucks. So great for your coffee in the morning. Anyways, um, thank you everybody for taking a look again today. I'll be back tomorrow. It'll, it's the last day of the week. Hopefully we're going to, you know, sign up, do sign up for the action trade alerts. Um, I'm going to put out some of the spread trades that I've made. I think Disney, the Disney spread trade, it's looking pretty good. If the, if it holds up, if the numbers hold up, I think we'd be able to make some nice coin there and possibly close that early. I'm hoping uh, for some nice some nice money. So um, until tomorrow, until two thirty, about two thirty or so, if I if I get all the machines working properly, um, I will see you back here. Happy trading! Thanks for watching. Please tell your friends and consider buying a mug to offset some of my expenses. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow.